0: Good morning, friends. Happy Reformation Day. I'm going to take a break from our series on James and instead talk to you about being made straight with God. And this is based on Romans 3, 4, and 5. Do you know what justified margins are? Well, it's what you have when the computer arranges the letters in such a way that all the lines of text end up in the same place. That means the right margin is straight all the way down the page. Now, take that same concept and transfer it to the Bible, and you'll discover something very helpful. To justify means to make it straight. So when someone asks, how can I be justified, they're really asking, how can I be made straight with God? Today, in many churches, people will celebrate the 500th anniversary of the Protestant Reformation. It's celebrated on the Sunday closest to the day in 1517 that Martin Luther posted his 95 Theses, on the door of the church in Wittenberg, Germany, striking the spark that ignited the Protestant Reformation. Martin Luther was a Roman Catholic monk who struggled to find acceptance with God. Day after day he'd pray and seek God and try to find peace in his soul. But the harder he tried, the more he despaired because he knew the greatness of his sin. He went to Mass, did penance, crawled on his knees up the holy stairs in Rome, whipped himself, kept every decree of his religion, and still he found no peace. Until one day he read, The just shall live by faith. Romans 117 It was there that Luther saw that a right standing with God is not based on merit or good works, but wholly on what Jesus accomplished when he died on the cross. Luther put his trust in Christ alone for his salvation, and the Reformation was born centered on two Latin words, sola fide. By faith alone. How can I be justified? Sola fide. Faith alone. How can I be made right with God? Sola fide. Faith alone. Now keep these three words together in your mind. Just, justify, justification. They all come from the same root word in the Greek language. To justify means to declare righteous. Justification is the act of being righteous in God's eyes. Just is what you are when you have been declared righteous by God. Be, to be justified, then means you're no longer crooked in the eyes of the Lord. You've been made straight with God. The doctrine of justification is central to our faith. Martin Luther called it the cornerstone of Christianity. One of my favorite authors, J.I. Packer, put it this way, A church that lapses from justification by faith can scarcely be called a Christian. When you turn to the New Testament, you find that the Greek word for justification, justify, just, and righteousness all come from the same Greek root, and they're used over a hundred times. And I would add that nobody can really read the New Testament and miss this concept. We see this clearly in Romans 4, verse 5. To the one who does not work but believes in him who justifies the ungodly, his faith is counted as righteousness. The shock is always in the first part. It's not to the man or woman who works or the religious or the church worker, but to the person who trusts God who justifies the wicked. This is the heart of evangelical Christianity, that our God justifies the wicked. Now, a lot of people won't come to Jesus because they're just too lost in destructive ways of life. And perhaps you've heard somebody say, well, you don't know how I've been living. Well, I don't. You don't. But God is not in the business of justifying the good. He's in the business of justifying the bad. He doesn't justify the righteous. He justifies the wicked sinner while they're still wicked and sinful. God never said to anybody, clean up your act and then I'll save you. Get yourself in better shape and then I'll forgive your sins. No, that's not the way it works. Now, maybe we in the church or in our personal relationships, we've unconsciously said that to a lost person. Maybe we've told them they're too dirty to be saved, but God never said that. God says, run to the cross, embrace Jesus, trust in him, and you'll be justified even while you're still in a wicked, sinful state. Now, what does it mean to be justified? Paul is borrowing a term here from the courtroom that refers to the final verdict in the trial. It's what happens when the jury returns and the judge says, have you reached a verdict? And the foreman says, yes, your honor, we have. The judge says, what is your verdict? And the foreman replies, We, the jury, find the defendant not guilty. When you justify a person you declare publicly that they are not guilty, are, and in fact, innocent in the eyes of the law. If you are justified, it means that in the record books by your name, there are no black marks. If you are justified, it means your record is clear and clean. It means the charges are dropped, no guilt, no penalty, no condemnation. Every demand of the law has been met in full. Now, here's a definition that might help. Justification is the act of God, whereby he declares that when a sinner believes in Jesus, that sinner is righteous in the eyes of God. I want you to notice four things about justification from Romans chapters 3, 4, and 5. It's this. It's based on grace. That's Romans three twenty four. It's grounded in the blood of Christ. Romans 5, 9. It's not according to our works. Romans 4, 5. And it's true faith romans three twenty eight sometimes people talk about justification and forgiveness as if they were the same thing. It is true that they happen at the same time and are inseparable, but no one is forgiven who is not also justified. No one is justified who is not also forgiven, but they are not identical. Forgiveness is the subtraction of that which is sinful from your record. Justification is the addition of that which is righteous to your record suppose i could obtain a transcript with your official grades a copy of your permanent record from the principal's office in heaven well unfortunately your grade in every course would be the same you know seeking god f doing good f obeying god f keeping the law f being perfect f not a pretty picture how would you like it if we changed your grades well i've got some good news The valedictorian of the class is quite willing to switch grades. His name is Jesus, and he made an A in each class. So your final grade is this, God's honor roll, A. If God gave you a report card on life without Jesus, it would be covered with black marks for all your sins. Indeed, God gives you and the whole human race an F. But when you come to Jesus, your F is washed away, and your sins are gone forever. You've been made straight with God. Instead, you get the grade Jesus earned because he finished at the top of the class. You don't just squeak by, you make the honor roll, you go to the head of the class. Because you're so good? No, left to yourself, you'd flunk every course. If you trusted Jesus, you get an A because you're united with him. The same righteousness that once required that you get an F now requires that you get an A. You're not half justified or half condemned. You're not partially forgiven and partially punished. You're altogether forgiven, your record is wiped clean, you are declared righteous in God's eyes. That's what justification is all about, and you can see why this changed Martin Luther's life. It was this doctrine of justification by faith alone that sparked the Protestant Reformation. It is the one doctrine that sets Christianity apart from the religions of the world. Religion is spelled D-O. It's a list of things people think they must do to be accepted by God, like go to church, give money, keep the Ten Commandments, be baptized, pray every day, do good works. And it's always do, 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 do. And if you want to go to heaven, you must do something and keep on doing it till the day you die. However, Christianity is spelled D-O-N-E. Christianity is not based on what we do, but upon what Jesus, the Messiah, has already done. If you want to go to heaven, you don't have to do anything. You simply trust in what Jesus has already done for you. That's the difference. Do versus done. Either you do it or you believe that Jesus has already done it for you. Now here are three important personal implications of this truth for the believer. If you are justified then, number one, your standing with God couldn't be improved because God sees you in Jesus. Therefore, your standing before God could not be better. Through faith, you're united with Jesus and his righteousness covers you both. When God looks at you, he doesn't see your sin. He sees the righteousness of his son. Number two, your salvation is secure and certain because it rests on what Jesus did for you. This is the great truth of eternal security. Justification means that you are righteous in the eyes of God because of the righteousness of Jesus. He's right, therefore you're right. He's holy, therefore you're holy. He's accepted by God, therefore you're accepted. He's seated in heaven, therefore you are seated in heaven. Your salvation is secure because it doesn't rest on you. It doesn't rest on your works because you are justified by faith. It doesn't even rest on your faith because your salvation is based not on your faith, but on what Jesus did on the cross. And number three, you can have a healthy self-image because God has justified you through the Lord Jesus Christ. You don't have to try, keep on trying to justify yourself. God's already done that. You don't have to clean up your act so that God will accept you. He's already accepted you because of what Jesus did on the cross. Nothing you can do or could ever do can add value to the death of Jesus, the Messiah. It's fully sufficient. There's an old hymn that I remember memorizing a long time ago, back in grade school. Just as I am without one plea, but that thy blood was shed for me. And that thou bidst me come to thee, O Lamb of God, I come, I come. Yes, friends, you come to God just as you are. And it's the only way you can ever come. You come because of the blood of Jesus. You come because he bids you come. That's saving faith. It's it's coming to Jesus, the Messiah, just the way you are. A few chapters later in Romans 8, verses 33 to 34, Paul comes to a triumphant conclusion about the security of those who are in Jesus. He writes, Who will bring any charge against those whom God has chosen? It is God who justifies. Who is he that condemns? Christ Jesus, who died more than that, who was raised to life, is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. Will my enemies condemn me? No, God justified me. Will my friends condemn me? No, God justified me. Will the demons condemn me? No, God justified me. Will Satan condemn me? No, God justified me. Will Jesus ever turn against me? No, he died for me. Will my conscience condemn me and the guilt overwhelm me? Maybe on earth, but not in heaven. Up there, the record is clear forever. I'm justified. I've been made straight with God. I'm declared righteous in his eyes. I'm acceptable to him because of the death and resurrection of Jesus. Holy apart from my works, only through faith in Jesus the Christ. Best of all, God does not doubt because I doubt. He's fully satisfied with Jesus. Because I put my faith in Jesus, God is satisfied with me, I'm justified, sola fide. See, here is the doctrine of justification in one simple question. What would I do if God did not justify the ungodly? Well, what would you do? Where would you go? Where would you be if God were not willing to justify the ungodly? The answer is you'd be where Luther was, crawling on your knees, praying desperately to God, sinking ever deeper under the crushing load of unforgiven sin. The Protestant Reformation is all about the great truth that God does indeed justify the ungodly, and he does sola fide by faith alone. Let me put it to you directly where do you stand with God today? Are you straight with him? Or is your life still one big crooked mess? Have you been justified by faith alone? Consider this, friends. The only requirement is that you admit you need Jesus. Do you need him? If the answer is yes, then come to Jesus and you'll discover he will take you just the way you are. Our Father, we thank you that you can straighten that which is crooked and make right that which was gone wrong. Some of us have struggled under such a load of guilt for so many years that we hardly believe that anyone... Even you could ever take it away. Grant us faith to believe your word and in believing to find rest for our souls. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Until next time, friends, see the vision, live the mission, feel the passion.